Hi, I'm Elle Crawford Marsden. This is Heart to Heart, a podcast about life, love, loss and everything in between. It's a mix of storytelling and conversations with some kick-ass human beings, all with the hope that you may pick up a life gem or two to help you navigate this earth life. So join me to be entertained, enlightened and authentically guided to a more resilient life. Hello, hello, and welcome to the first of my series of Courage Stories for Women. Today I am going to bring you an interview that I did with Kathy Rast, who is a organisational coach on a journey of reinvention. Kathy has made huge changes in her life over the last two or three years after her body had been screaming at her and she had just been in pursuit of what she thought were her goals when really they were just making her ill. So Kathy made the bravest and most courageous and against trend decision to change her whole life and change her career. So let's have a listen to Kathy and how she did that. I will catch you on the other side of the episode. Hi, and welcome to an episode of Heart to Heart, the podcast. So this is my series on conversations with women who have had to employ courage and or resilience in their life. And so today I'm going to talk to a fellow coach. Her name is Kathy Rast, and she's an organizational coach and works with people who are wanting to get the best out of their careers and their professions. So she is on a little bit of a journey of change. And so it might come out looking different at the other end of that journey. But right now we're going to be talking to Kathy about where she is today and in her coaching business. But Kathy has always been a person who really has really intrigued me. She is, I just found out she's taller than me, which is really unusual because I'm very tall and I can't wait to um, catch up face to face so we can go, you know, back to back and, uh, <laughs> and compare heights. But um, Kathy um, describes herself as a curious, creative, compassionate, little big human, which I think is just an amazing way to describe yourself. And she definitely has shown that she's curious, creative and compassionate in the dealings that we've had together. So I'm really, really stoked to have Kathy on board uh, for my series of women and conversations. And without any further ado, I'm going to introduce you to Kathy Ra. So welcome to the podcast, Kathy. Thanks, Al. So it's lovely to um, to have a chat with you all about courage and resilience. So let's just start off a little bit about um, you and a bit sort of about you, Kathy, in your home with who you live with and what you do. Just let's start a bit about that. I always find this question funny. So I did ask a dear friend last night how she would describe me. Um, but the basic demographics, I live with my husband, my best mate, um, and I live with my two fur babies, two little chocolate Sharpays. Um, all three of them keep me in line. And I think that's the best. I don't know how else to describe that. <laughs> that's all right. No apology needed. But there is one really cool thing that you do besides your coaching, because it, in fact, you do have two sort of businesses that run side by side and they sort of intertwine a little bit, I imagine, from what you do, like from the, the psychology of it. So can you explain a bit about your two businesses, please? So, yes, coaching, which we're mainly talking about today, but the other half, well, other part of me, I made up a part because um, we may go into it, we may not. A little bit of my history is that 
I put too much into one basket and then that's what's made me sick in the past. So I have to have balance across different areas and different parts of my life. So the other part of me is overtly creative. So people can actually see the products that I create as in I'm a weaver. I started weaving in my honours year of psychology um, and I did it as a way of, well, it started off as that my husband said no to a scarf. That finally did fit me because I am six foot one. And yes, big people are people too. And we like <laughs> things that fit and flatter us um, rather than accentuate how tall we are. Um, and, but then it got to a point where I engaged with the most beautiful community of humans um, in the weaving world and um, do it really for my health. Um, I focused on it as just one business and it was too much. And then once I introduced my coaching, which I focused on as one business, that was too much. And then I found that by doing them um, in parallel, they actually overlap anywhere. I think they overlap almost 100%. Like I use skills, the same skills and my personal attributes in both of them all of the time. Um, and yeah, that's, so yes, I'm a weaver. I like hand dyeing um, uh, my yards and I make them to order. So I make them on purpose. I make them for a purpose and I make them for a person rather than doing a bulk um, run. There's no two the same. I literally cannot make two the same. I've been asked to do that, but half the time I can't remember what I've done as well as I can't unlearn what I've also learned in the last scarf. And so every single scarf, um, and you can see, and I love that people have noticed that I do this. I sew the label on with the hand dyed yarn from the last one because I needed that last one to get to this one. And so everyone is connected by the one previous, uh, which is also connected by the one previous. So they are all connected together. Yeah. That's beautiful. So they're like a building block to the next scarf, which sounds perfect. And I imagine that when you're weaving that uh, you have, obviously you need to concentrate and uh, it's, it would be an activity that'd be quite engrossing. So I imagine that it would be a wonderful time to be a bit mindful of what you're doing, really bring yourself into the moment. So is that something that weaving does for you, helps you being mindful? Yeah, so there's a couple of things with weaving. You can't weave mad because unless you're weaving a rug, it'll come out as stiff as a board. And mine are very light um, and very, they wear light and they are very light weave. I experiment all the time and I know the very fundamental rules. So then I can push them way out as to, I spoke with my weaving teacher on the weekend and she's like, I'm deliberately not giving you too much feedback um, and too many rules because I know that you will go and follow those to the letter. Whereas what you've done here, because I would have never done that. I would have <laughs> never done it. I have to um, say this. She gives the most, she taught me how to give the most beautiful feedback sandwich, although I did call it my other term for it, um, <laughs> feedback sandwich, as in she has taught me through modelling how curiosity takes feedback from a place of being fearful to like, wow, cool, I didn't see it that way. How, how did you, and then it's just the whole beautiful conversation um but yes well weaving is very mindful weaving is a place i love to think 
and this is something I only just realised, like, literally in the last week or two. Um, I've been trying to fit into different boxes and frameworks that I'm qualified to do, and I keep getting really sick. When things don't fit with me, they come through really strongly physically, um, mainly through pain. And so now I've just realised that I don't overthink I don't think too much. Um, I actually think the perfect amount, and maybe it's the audience that I'm talking with, I just need to adjust that so that they can take on what they need um, and that I can bring my beautiful thinking part and use that as a talent, as a skill, as that I can share that my critical thinking, my analytical thinking, my very, very creative thinking, can and my compassionate thinking can yeah help others so this is kind of where I'm transitioning to especially in an organizational sense so when I weave I do a that's a really strong thinking space sometimes I put on the trashiest tv shows because I just want to zone out otherwise I've got some really cool tunes happening and I've got post-it notes going everywhere. Sometimes you can see it in my videos on the Instagram stories. You'll just see post-it notes line up along my loom um, because I've just got ideas and I've just got to write them, park them so that they can grow into wherever they're going. And it's just pretty cool. Sounds like your weaving sessions are one big download. <laughs> yes, yes. It's, it's, oh, it's so much fun. And then I'll run off and tell my husband, who will feign interest um, that <laughs> that's a great idea, love. Yep, good work. And then I'll go back and sit, keep weaving. <laughs> so there's something that um, you're starting today that I'm also a part of. So a great course called Brand Builders Academy, which I started, I did last October. I think it was October. November, yeah, October, November, finished in December. Because I'm an alumni, I still get to uh, be involved, which is great. But today you get to start it. Now, Brand Builders Academy is a fantastic uh, online course with Suze Chadwick, who is named one of the top 10 brand um, marketers uh, in a recent study. And it is amazing about um, because she goes through mindset and how to build a profitable, scalable, sustainable business. So you're just about to embark on that journey. So what do you, how do you feel about that? Awesome. <laughs> uh, I know awesome sort of feeling. Um, so, uh, I am pretty excited. Uh, I love the mindset stuff pretty much. Actually, I was thinking about the term mindset. I'm just going to go off on a small tangent. Um, Come with me if you like. Uh, And I was thinking about the term mindset. And I don't know that it fits okay with me because it kind of sounds like it's fixed. Well, for me personally. Because of the set word. Yeah, I think Mm. if it like where we set food to eat or whatever it is. Mm. I don't know. I'm not a cook. I was trying to come up with an analogy there. Um, But (laughs) I... Yeah, I'm like, I'm more of a mind slow as in cool. That's something else I can bring into my ever moving um, parts that are coming in. So I like that. Well, anytime I hear the word mindset, I insert, I cross it out, like literally a picture and put mind slow. Cool. That's something that I can add to my little. thing there so well I think that I actually I like that tangent because I agree with you totally because mindset isn't set 
it is a flow. I mean, there's always new things coming into it and you're always, you know, building your awareness and, and so always changing your mind flow. So I like that. I think I might adopt that. Is that okay? Go for it. All right, people. So we've changed. Yeah, let's go. No longer (laughs) mindset. It's mind flow. So for today and tomorrow we might invent something else. New words are great. I love inventing words. Um, so I'm going to talk to you. I just want to talk to you a little bit about what's happened in the last 12 months, because when we've had our previous conversations, you've mentioned that you had to change your whole life because you were being affected from your health and wellness. And so it takes a lot of courage to do that and an extra amount of resilience. So can you just please tell me a little bit about what happened in the last couple of years with your journey? Because obviously it's changed and done a big pivot. Yeah. So I have, I've always had health issues um, and they've always been connected to pain. I was one of those ones where they'd x-rayed the hands because you grow too fast. And then they, I just was medicalized because I was uh, being tall wasn't really normal um, when I was growing up and they wanted to put me on steroids because I was growing too fast. I was on traction tables and I know really I was barbaric yeah so that's okay everyone was doing honestly I carry that everyone was doing the best they can with what they have and that's why where it was um so that kind of was always underlying and then in my 20s um I was in the police force both as a police officer and as a unsworn civilian when I was in forensics and in there I was really my anxiety and depression kicked in hugely um to the point where I can't really remember too much of it I was just in survival mode that whole time and then come to my 30s and I was the pain kicked into a whole new level um and series of operations for different things to try and move it on but hadn't worked um and in all that time um I was leaning into, I love learning, but I was trying to fit into the typical box of learning. So, um, well, I studied psychology, so that means you will be a psychologist. And I went down that path and even to the point where I'm not sure that I should have finished that qualification, but I did. And I was incredibly sick and I got sicker and I got more anxious through that qualification. Uh, I was just remembered this morning when I was so excited with my first credit, uh, my first mark of a credit. And then by the end of it, I was devastated by a distinction. So I had been conditioned to overachieve um, and that manifested in absolutely incredible health. So um, health issues um, as to the point where I would go and give my everything to work, come home and go straight to bed get up, do it again the next day. And um, so I was losing valuable time with my loved ones and myself just in general. I was, it was awful. Everything was hard. And so it came to a head 12, about 12, 18 months ago um, when I've gone from, I have to have a job to, I actually can't go to work. And so when I came to saying, I'm going to hand in my resignation and I don't have a job to go to. Um, It was the biggest um, thing that had happened to me. Um, And I did ask my husband and my dearest friends what the biggest thing where I've showed courage and they both said the same thing. 
So for the last 12 months, 18, 12 months, I have been working on me so that I can work out what serves me so that I can serve others. Physically, I've had to recover, changing my, and my mind has been flowing all over the place. Um, and I really love my dark places. And I know when it gets dark, they're like, cool, something really cool is going to come out of this. Um, it's not fun to be in, but I also know that I can lean into it and I can really shorten how long I'm in that dark space. Um, I've been able to get off most of my medication. There's one that I have to keep going with. I've gone from being in the doctor's surgery like every fortnight to a month sleep to I haven't been there since November. Wow. And um, that is purely um, moving the belief that they could fix me to my belief that I can fix me and I don't actually need fixing. I can be strong and in and of myself and when I need healing, you know, I've got everything I need and when I need something outside of myself, if my leg's falling off, please take me to the doctor. But if I've got a migraine, um, that's cool. I know what to do. And if I need something above and beyond that, I trust that I can do that. So I've really learned to listen to me. Um, And one of those things is not to push through. So where we have medicine that can help us to push through certain things, I've really get curious about, is it worth that? Do I need to push through? Will the world end? And the answer is pretty much 100% of the time, no, the world will keep going. I'm totally replaceable, um, but I'm not replaceable to a couple of important people. So I show up for me and for them and everyone else, if I can help them or where I can help them, that's a bonus. Um, But I need to look after the ground level so that I can soar and help others. So yeah, that courage has been loving my dark as well as my light. It's a bit scary to get things right as well, weird. Um, And it's also been my thing is about putting pants on. So it's a bit funny as in if you can put pants on, you can conquer the world. So um, that's because I have literally walked out the door without pants on. Um, because I've been already on, instead of doing step one, two, three, four, I'm already on step six and I haven't been present. Um, I put on a belt and I haven't even got pants on. So literally my grounding every day is to check out what pants I've got on. Um, if I've worn them for the last three days, no worries. Well done. They're still on. Uh, they clean bonus. Oh, you know what? If they're clean and pressed and they're the fancy ones, oh, you're winning. Out world. Here I come. You're in trouble. Um, sorry, that was <laughs> ah, great. <laughs> so anyway, that's um, yeah, that's my basic thing. I, I used to when I worked with people when I was working as a professional psychologist, and I do it with coaching, and I do it with myself as well. And like, have you got pants on today? Yeah, well done. Winning. Well winning. done. You Absolutely. are winning. Amazing. Yes, very cool. that was part one of my interview with Kathy. The next part will be coming out in the next few weeks. I just wanted to really applaud Kathy for making such a massive, courageous, vulnerable, brave decision to stop her whole path towards becoming a psychologist because she realised it didn't serve her 
mentally or physically and that her body was screaming out for her to make some changes. I am a person who is in, in intermittent pain. I cannot even imagine what it would be like to be so crippled by pain 24-7, which has such a huge emotional and mental effect. So big kudos to Kathy for making that massive decision. Also, against the expectations that she had for herself and for from her family and friends. So such a courageous decision. If there is some quality, sound quality problems, it's because it was over Zoom and that sometimes the internet is a little unstable and so that happens. Also today, while I'm recording this, we are having some workmen at the house. So I am trying to be as... Um, take the opportunity to when it's quiet to quickly re record this so hopefully there's not too much background noise so thanks for listening to my interview with Kathy I hope that you got some great um, courage from that that courage that you may be able to implement in your own lives and listen out for the next part of that which will be coming out as I said in in the future episodes have a wonderful week I really hope that you are in a safe place, that you are feeling some joy and delight and that you are doing things to fill your cup and fill your heart and that you are being courageous in your living because that's what it's all about. Lots of love from my big smushy heart to yours and until next week, we will catch you then. Have a great week. See ya.